Hello, film lovers. We are back. Sit down, relax, pop in your headphones, and whap out your cinematic snacks. It's 2020, and it's time for another episode of the Films I Love Most podcast. podcast. film lovers and welcome to our oscar nomination special 2020 yes we're going to be talking about the films that have been nominated for oscars this year we're going to go through it category by category and then we're going to choose what film we or shall i say i think is going to win from each category we're back after a nice christmas and new year break this is our first podcast since the new year so happy new year everybody can't wait to delve back into podcast making and bringing you all your reviews and news from the movie world very very excited i'm sitting here with an orange juice and a rivita because it is the new year hashtag goals but we'll see how long that lasts before i have tea and bourbons back probably about two episodes i guess so let's delve straight in with the very first category which is going to be visual effects, okay? (laughs) We're going to lead right up to the big one, don't worry. But first, we've got to start way down the list. Not saying that visual effects are not important, they are. But nominated for visual effects are Avengers Endgame, The Irishman, The Lion King, 1917, and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Okay, I mean, a lot of those films have outstanding special effects and visual effects. Um, The Irishman, I think that the only reason that that's in the category is because of the de-aging technology used in that film. Nah, I don't think so. The Lion King, no thank you very much. I mean, that film was just so bizarre. Um, 1917, I'll be honest with you, now... I can't say too much about this because this is going to be reviewed on our next podcast. But I'm just going to say now that 1917 didn't really have that much visual effects. It all seemed very practical to me, which is why I liked it so much. Spoilers. But yeah, I can't imagine that that's going to be up for it. Um, Endgame, Star Wars, The Last, The Rise of Skywalker. Um, I'm going to go with Avengers Endgame on this because it was visually very impressive and that last scene when they all come together to rise up against Thanos was quite extraordinary. So visual effects, I'm going to go with Avengers Endgame. This is so exciting. I can't wait for Oscar Day to find out if I'm right. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to. I Everything I vote for never wins. So therefore, I don't think that this is going to be any different. But costume design is next. 
So nominated for costume design is The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's an interesting one. A lot of historicals there. Um, pretty much all historical, actually, apart from the Joker, which, you know, depends on your sort of thinking about what time period that that film is set in. I would say it's probably very contemporary, maybe. There's phones in it, isn't there? Um, so, yeah, what am I going to go with costume design? I think I'm going to go with Joker for the winner for this one. But then, again... I did love the costume designs for Little Women and Jojo Rabbit. But I'm going to go for the Joker for costume design because I think that with the central character being quite um, eccentric, I think that they needed to have quite eccentric costume for him. And I think that's probably the reason why it's going to win. So, yeah, my costume design nomination um, winner is, I think, are going to be the Joker. Next up is makeup and hairstyling. <laughs> okay, um, another huge category. No, very important. I'm not putting these categories down. They are very, very important. They are what create the worlds that we watch on the screen and get sucked into. So, hair, makeup and hairstyling. Bombshell is nominated. Joker, Judy, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, and 1917. Now, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil is an interesting one because obviously that's a bit more out there, a bit outlandish for hairstyles and makeup because it's set, you know, in a world of fairies and, you know, princesses. So I think that that, if, if the award was going to the most outstanding, I think that Maleficent, Mistress of Evil would probably get it. But Judy, I think, is up there. Joker, definitely. Having such a stylized look, I think Joaquin Phoenix, you know, being transformed into that character had a lot to do with sort of makeup and hair and, you know, not just his character as well. Obviously, the other characters in the film. So even though, well, Bombshell, you know, I mean, it's a lot of hairspray and sort of quite basic makeup. So I, I do think that Maleficent could get it, but I do think that the Joker is probably the main contender for this one. So I'm going to go with the Joker for makeup and hairstyling. Goodness me, we're flying through these. Next is production design. Now nominated for production design are The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Now, if you are a avid listener to the podcast, you know that my love for Parasite is never ending and far reaching. So whenever Parasite pops up, I'm just like, that's going to win, that's going to win, that's going to win. But I think for production design, I would say 1917 might have this one because it is a very, very extraordinarily well thought out movie. And I just think that it might just get over the mark before Jojo Rabbit or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's what I think. I think that 1917 has got production design in the bag. I'm actually finding this one a little bit difficult. Sound mixing. So nominated are Ad Astra, Ford versus Ferrari, which is uh, Le Mans 66 for us here in the UK, Joker, 
1917 and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Now, you know, I'm just going to throw it out there. I thought the sound design was um, amazing on Ad Astra, but also Le Mans 66 or Ford versus Ferrari was also excellent. So I'm really sort of I'm not sure about this one the thing I liked about um the man 66 was the sound of the cars when he was driving you know like the clunk and the of the gears and and everything you know the, the metallic sound that a car makes I really loved that in um the man 66 but what I really liked about Ad Astra was the sort of strangeness and the scene on the moon with the moon buggies and sort of the lack of sound created sound within itself if you know what I mean so I'm really really conflicted with this one so sound mixing oh but then again 1917 the sound in that is amazing um oh i don't know what to say what should i go with what should i go with okay so for sound mixing i'm gonna go with la man 66 there we go final final decision Sound editing now. So we've got Le Mans 66, Joker, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Again, another really mixed bag. But I do think that it's going to be between 1917 and Ford versus Ferrari slash Le Mans 66. So I'm going to go Le Mans 66 again for sound editing because I love the sound of that film and the crunk and the crunch and the of the cars. Loved it. So for the second time in the sound category for sound editing, I'm going for Le Mans 66. Okay, so next up is music, original song. Hmm, into the music categories now. So, I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away from Toy Story 4 is nominated. I'm Gonna Love Me Again from Rocket Man. I'm Standing With You from Breakthrough. Into the Unknown from Frozen 2. And Stand Up from Harriet. So, it's an interesting category, although I'm going to go with my gut feeling and also go with who won the Golden Globe. And I think that Elton John, I'm going to love me again from Rocket Man, has got this in the bag. It's a very catchy song. Obviously, Elton John is very well known for um, scoring films like The Lion King. And he had musicals like Billy Elliot on the uh, West End and Broadway. And I think that this is a really catchy song and I do think it's going to... Do you know what? I'm going to say, I don't think this category is very strong this year. If you think about previous years, we've had like Adele uh, nominated for Skyfall, which won, and just some really, you know, powerful songs. Even like two years ago when we had um, the song from Call Me By Your Name, which is a beautiful piece of music. I just don't think that there's a many standout songs this year. I mean, Into the Unknown is quite, you know, standout, but it's no Let It Go, is it really? So I do think that in this category, Elton John, I Am Gonna Love Me Again from Rocket Man is going to be a clear winner. Now we're going on to music original score. And for original score, we have Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, 
and Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Now, I'm going to be a little bit biased on this one because I do think that every film in that category has a really good soundtrack, like original score. But I do think that Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker should win purely because... It's iconic. Some of the music in there has been around for 40 years. It's an iconic score. It's the last time that probably a Star Wars film will ever get nominated for an Oscar. So I do think that Star Wars should win it. Although I do think as well that Marriage Story has got a beautiful, beautiful score. So even though I do think Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker should win, I'm actually putting my bet on Marriage Story, which is going to be hopefully the winner of this category. Yay! It's going to be no surprise to everyone who I choose as my Oscar winner for this category. So this category is Documentary Feature and the nominations are American Factory, The Cave, The Edge of Democracy, For Sama and Honeyland. If you are a regular listener to the podcast, you will know that my bets are all on for Sama because it is one of the most shocking, revolutionary documentaries I have ever, ever watched. And I can't even think about that film without, you know, getting very emotional. So I do think that for Sama um, should win. I think it will win. It was also in my top 10 best films of the year. If you listen back to our New Year's special, you'll hear me talk about for summer quite a lot and yeah i really hope it does win because it was a beautiful piece of work and really opened up my eyes to a lot that was going on in the world so fingers crossed for for summer so we're going to head across the seas now to international feature film which the nominations are corpus christi honeyland Les Miserables, Pain and Glory, Parasite. Now, <laughs> you heard the word in there. You know what I'm going to choose. But I also just have to mention that Pain and Glory is an absolute stunning film. I loved it. Antonio Banderas giving his best performance for many, many years. But I do think that Parasite is going to win because it is so different and so clever and... It just has such a good underlining message that I think not only should it win, but it deserves to win. So fingers crossed for Parasite, although I do throw out there that if Pain and Glory wins, I will not be disappointed. But my hope and my guess for international feature film is Parasite. Now, you know me, I'm not one to go and sit and watch many animated films at the cinema. There are a couple on this list that I haven't seen. In fact, there's two on the list I haven't seen. So I'm not going to comment on those. I'm just going to let you know what I think should win out of the films that I've seen. So animated feature film, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. I Lost My Body. I haven't seen that. That sounds very strange. Um, Claws or Klaus. I haven't seen that either. Sounds a bit Christmassy. Missing Link, saw it, loved it. Toy Story 4, obviously very dear to my heart. So I'm not entirely sure. I do think that Missing Link deserves to win this category because of the art form that it shows. It's stop motion animation, it's Aardman, 
it's beautiful, it's funny, it's clever, it's um, about the Yeti or the Abominable Snowman and his adventures when he meets a um, hunter who is voiced by Hugh Jackman, I believe, if I can remember rightly. And it's just a glorious film to watch and the artistry that goes into it is so incredible to watch. So for animated feature film, I am going to go with Missing Link, but I also did really love Toy Story 4 and How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. So if any of those three win, I'll be very happy, but Missing Link is the one for me. Do you remember at last year's Oscars, they were going to do the commercial break during the film editing Oscar? <laughs> whilst they announced who the winner was during the adverts, which is very rude because sometimes a film can be all about the editing. The film could actually be quite terrible, but the editing makes it watchable and actually very interesting. So nominated for best film editing are La Man 66 slash Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker and Parasite. Now, this is an interesting one because I really loved the editing style of Jojo Rabbit. I thought it was really, really visually interesting. Um, but I do think I'm going to go with Le Mans 66 for this. Or am I going to go for Joker? I mean, they're all really beautiful films to watch. And the editing on all of them, very clever and very modern so shall we say. But I do think that I'm going to go for Le Mans 66 purely because to edit a car, you know, a race, a car race. <laughs> you can tell that I don't watch watch much uh, Le Mans 66. But um, to watch that and watch it edited is really clever. And to do it, to make it exciting, to make it watchable, um, very, you know, you have to be very good at what you do. And I think that in this film, they did it extremely well. I was on the edge of my seat watching those car chases slash races. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Le Mans 66 has got it in the bag. Fingers crossed, I hope. But I wouldn't be sad if Jojo Rabbit won or Parasite, because I wouldn't be sad if Parasite won anything. But Jojo Rabbit, yeah. But I do think Le Mans 66 has got this one. <laughs> Cinematography. Yes, I really enjoy this category because it really does celebrate sort of the second in command. You know, the director of photography is a very important person on a film. And if they work really well with a director, they can create amazing results. So cinematography is very, very important. Hopefully this one won't be given during the advert break. But the, the nominations are The Irishman, Joker... The Lighthouse, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I've got two films in that in that category that I would happily see win. And they are The Lighthouse, because if you remember, I saw that at the film festival. Absolutely incredible. The visual style of that film is like nothing I've seen for a very long time. Very unnerving, very atmospheric creepy scary um and claustrophobic and that is all done through the cinema cinematography but then again 1917 is very clever because it's long 
lasting shots. It's um, tension, which is just built up through the longevity of a shot rather than, you know, a lot of quick sharp shots like in things like Saving Private Ryan. The way that the camera follows the characters and you almost feel like you're the third person in their group. It's just really, really clever and really interesting to watch. And I haven't seen anything like it ever, I don't think. So it's between The Lighthouse and 1917 for me. For this one, I'm going to go with 1917 because I don't think a lot of people really saw The Lighthouse, even though you should go out and see it. It's incredible. But I think 1917, just because it is so different and so clever and works so well, that I think that it has definitely got this Oscar in the in the bag. So, original screenplay. This has got some interesting films in it. So, Knives Out, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, or Parasite. <laughs> I always say, or Parasite, because I know that you're all going, when well, he's going to go Parasite, isn't he? But I'm not going to go with Parasite. I'm going to go with Marriage Story, because I do think that... That film is possibly the most well-written film I've seen this year, but also the well, the most well-acted. But I think the writing has got a lot to do with it. The fact that you are watching it thinking that a lot of the scenes are improvised between Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson, but they're not. Everything they said was written down on the page, I think is incredible. I mean, Parasite is an amazing visual film and Knives Out is clever but Marriage Story is subtle and beautiful and realistic and I couldn't imagine a more worthy winner of original screenplay so I hope and I guess that the winner of the original screenplay Oscar will go to Marriage Story Adapted screenplay now, and the nominations are The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, The Two Popes. Now, I know what I would like to win this. I think I'd like Jojo Rabbit to win, but then I wouldn't be sad if Little Women won. But I think that The Irishman might have this in the bag because it is a very, you know, a friend once said to me about The Irishman. They said they felt like they should have been sponsored to watch it. Now, I can understand what they mean. It's long, but it's, you know, it's film, it's artistry at its best. And even though you do feel like you need to book yourself into a Holiday Inn halfway through and take a break, I do think that screenplay-wise, it is a really together film. So even though I would like Little Women or Jojo Rabbit to win, I do think maybe The Irishman has this one. So I think The Irishman is going to win Best Adapted Screenplay. Here we go. It's getting personal. <laughs> Let's go into the first category for an actor or actress. And it is Actress in a Supporting Role. And the nominations are Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell. Haven't seen that yet, just saying. Laura Dern for Marriage Story. Laura Dern should win everything in life. 
Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh, Little Women, or Margot Robbie, Bombshell. I mean, Little Women, Florence Pugh was beautiful and amazing and naturalistic, and I loved her performance. Scarlett Johansson in Jojo Rabbit, again, a very touching performance. She played the character very well. She is an incredible actress, but I do think that Laura Dern might have this one because Laura Dern's performance... She was so clever at turning the character around every five minutes. You didn't know whether you could trust her or not. But one minute she was very caring. The next minute she was bitter. The next minute she was, like, you know, arguing with her fellow lawyer. And it was just really, really clever. And she really got her teeth into the role. And I love Laura Dern in anything. She's, like, one of my favourite actresses. Especially with her work with David Lynch. But I do think that Laura Dern might have this one. So my guess for actress in a supporting role is... Laura Dern for Marriage Story. You won't be surprised to know that the next category is actor in a supporting role. Now, who's nominated for this? Let's see. Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood. Anthony Hopkins, The Two Popes. Al Pacino, The Irishman. Joe Pesky, The Irishman. Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't know. That's a very, very difficult category because obviously all are amazing actors, all done amazing work in the past, but none of these films really leapt out at me as being like actor in the supporting role Oscar nominations. Um, oh, I'm really torn with this one. I really liked Al Pacino in The Irishman, but then Anthony Hopkins is amazing. Tom Hanks was incredible in A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood reviewed on the next podcast listen out for that because that's going to be a very interesting conflicting review i'm going to go al pacino the irishman or maybe joe pesky no al pacino the irishman i'm going to go for as the winner of this category but then i wouldn't be surprised if tom hanks took it so al pacino for the irishman is my guess for actor in a supporting role Okay, it's getting tray, tray personal now. Actress in a leading role. And the nominations are Cynthia Ervo in Harriet, Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story, Sir Ronan in Little Women, Cherise Theron in Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger in Judy. Hmm. Okay, let me have a look. Let me think. There are two that really jump out for me there. I think um, Cynthia Ervo does deserve recognition for Harriet, but I do think that Saoirse Ronan was sensational in Little Women. But I also think that Scarlett Johansson was fantastic in Marriage Story and in a role that I have not seen her perform like that before. So even though I do love... Probably every performance in that category. For me, Scarlett Johansson does stand out the most. But I wouldn't be surprised if Saoirse Ronan did receive the Oscar. But then again, Renee Zellweger, you know, she has not been in many films over the last sort of 10 years. And to come back with Judy um, was an incredible feat. So, yes, I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with Scarlett Johansson in Marriage Story as 
actress in a leading role. Three more to go, guys. Yes, it's now time for actor in a leading role. This is going to be a very tight race, I feel. So, nominated for actor in a leading role are Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory, Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Adam Driver in Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix, Joker, and Jonathan Price in The Two Popes. I really don't want Joaquin Phoenix to get it. Because I'm getting a lot of criticism from people about my... Not distaste, but I just don't enjoy the Joker like everybody else seems to enjoy it. When I'm watching Joaquin Phoenix in the Joker, I'm watching going, wow, what amazing acting. He's really thrown himself into this role. Look how he does that contorted back thing. And look how he, when he laughs and, you know, from laughing to sadness, it's just so incredible how he's doing it. But I'm watching him act. I'm not completely engrossed in the role. I'm not completely taken away by it. I'm watching Joaquin Phoenix play the Joker. That's not what I personally want from um, an act, best actor in a leading role. I want to be completely absorbed. I don't want to be looking at them acting. I want to be looking at them being the character and just completely absorbed into that. Ooh, rant over. Um, Adam Driver in Marriage Story is my guess for this one. Um, although I do think Joaquin Phoenix will get it. <laughs> I really don't want him to. But I think he will. Um, but if I had a choice, and it's, and it's going with my gut feeling, I do think that Adam Driver in Marriage Story, because he's just incredible, and I love him so much, he's definitely like leapt up the list of my favourite actors in the last two years. His body of work is sensational. And fingers crossed that he will get this one just ahead of Joaquin. Although, I do love Joaquin Phoenix's work. I'm not saying that he's not a bad actor. I think he's incredible in The Joker. But it's just not my cup of tea. But Adam Driver in Marriage Story is. So, that is my guess for the actor in a leading role. It is Adam Driver in Marriage Story. Okay, so now we come to Best Director and, oh my goodness, I cannot believe how many women there are on this list. Not. I cannot believe that they've done it again. It's ridiculous that Greta Gerwig is not on the list for Best Director. Absolutely shameful. I think it's actually criminal that there are no women in the Best Director category this year. It's so frustrating to see so much good work out there and it not be recognised. And I know that a lot of people out there will say it's not about the gender, it's about the body of work. Well, I'm sorry, but Little Women is nominated for a lot of other categories and is an amazing film. But, I mean, it's it's nominated for Best Picture, for goodness sake. And yet Greta Gerwig is not nominated for Best Director. Criminal. Absolutely ridiculous. <clears throat> anyway, uh, four out of the five nominees in this category are white men. <sighs> but anyway, let's just go through it and I'll tell you who I think is going to win, even though Greta Gerwig should be on the list. God damn it. Um, Martin Scorsese, The Irishman. Todd Phillips, Joker. 
Sam Mendes, 1917. Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Bo Jong-ho for Parasite. I mean, I think that Bo Jong-ho should win it 100% for Parasite. I don't think he will. I don't think it's a wide enough film for to get the the votes for it. So I think that it's either going to be between Sam Mendes and Martin Scorsese. And I think, I think that Scorsese will get it. I do. I mean, The Irishman is such a feat and has been very widely celebrated to get, for getting all those iconic actors back together and performing, you know, this, this opus, which it pretty much is Scorsese's opus. So... It's with a sad heart that I do say that I do think the Irishman's going to win it. But if I could wave my magic wand, then Parasite, Bong Joon-ho, which would definitely get the um, the Oscar. But I do think Martin Scorsese has this one. Yes, here we are at Best Picture, the last in the categories so let's go through the list. Nominated for Best Picture at the 2020 Oscars are Le Mans 66 slash Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Parasite. For me, there are some really standout movies there. The standout movies for me is Parasite, 1917, Marriage Story, Little Women and Jojo Rabbit. So they're the ones that I would like to see. I think that it's a possibility the Joker might win. I think Parasite should win. I think Marriage Story should win. But I do think that The Irishman is going to be up there too it's a very difficult one and this is the one that i'm going to be the most careful with because i really want to get this one right um i think that the winner for the best picture 2020 will be the irishman <clears throat> i'm going to go with it because i think that it's um probably the most it's 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 the film at the Oscars that is like if you look through the history of the Oscars and you look at the winners of, for best picture, the Irishman fits the mold perfectly. Like it should win. It's you know almost like a science experiment mixing all the chemicals together. The Irishman is the quintessential Oscar winner. But if they're being brave, if the you know the people that are voting for this have just, you know, maybe been a bit brave this year, then I think that Marriage Story could do it and Parasite could also do it. But I think the Joker's up there as well. So I've got to make a decision. I just said the Irishman, but I'm not sure now. Okay, I'm going to stick with the Irishman for best picture. Yeah, that's it. I'm going to... The Irishman, definitely. Although... I would love it if Parasite, Marriage Story or Jojo Rabbit won because that would just be like, yes, something different and out there and, you know, outside the box winning Best Picture would be incredible. I know some people might say that Marriage Story is not exactly outside the box, but the script and the performances are amazing. And Jojo Rabbit, you know, 
the best Nazi comedy you'll see all year on the poster. I do think that that has something that is what is Oscar winning worthy, but whether it can just get over the line is another thing. Uh, uh, Parasite, you know, it's just a shame that it's, you know, a subtitled film in best picture for the Oscars because if in any other sort of more art house awards evening, it would win best picture hands down. But this is the Oscars. Remember I bet half the people that vote for these films don't even watch films with subtitles. Sorry, but it's true. I'm going from poll results, but um, yeah. Anyway, fingers crossed for Parasite married story or jojo rabbit but i do think that the best picture will be the irishman so there you have it film lovers that is my prediction for the oscars 2020 in all of the categories fingers crossed let's see how many i get i'm not usually very good at this game i think a couple of years ago i went to an oscars party we did exactly the same thing and i think i got two so (laughs) i do think that you know hopefully my luck will look up and i will get more than two this year but the oscar ceremony is on february the 9th 2020 so we will be having our oscar special on february the 10th and we will go back over the nominations and see how many we guess i guess right i say we guess right i made all the guesses if you want to play along then please do you can play along on instagram facebook and twitter just search films i love most podcast you can also send me an email at film i love most podcast at yahoo.com list the categories i and then who you think will win and the person who guesses the most will win a prize yep so our oscars competition is out there now so whoever gets the most will win obviously you have to send in your nominations before i can't have any entries after the 10th so let's say the 1st of february is the closing date for this competition so you can email at film i love most podcast at yahoo.com or you can send me a message on instagram facebook or twitter with the with who you think is going to win from those categories and whoever guesses the most wins a fabulous prize on us thank you so much for joining us here at the oscar nominations special we will be back we are back from our break now new year 2020 let's go And the new episode of the Films I Love Most podcast will be out in just a couple of days time where we will be reviewing films like, oh, Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood and 1917. So if you want to know what those films are like, head on over to the Films I Love Most podcast very, very soon. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you very soon. Thank you so much for joining us here at the Films I Love Most podcast. Don't forget, you can get involved on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Just search Films I Love Most podcast or email us at filmilovemostpodcast at yahoo.com. Thank you very much and look forward to seeing you next time here on the Films I Love Most podcast. (laughs) 